Hey, I'm Maurice. As a barber, you might think my scissors are my main tool, but really, it's Metro. That's where I got my iPhone 7. Its camera makes sharing my cuts as simple as snip, snap, share. Right now, get an iPhone 7 with a camera that shoots 4K for just $49.99 when you switch to the number one brand in prepaid. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Requires port in eligible number not currently active on T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days and verification of ID and independent database. Limit four per account slash household. 32 gigabyte iPhone 7 model only. No tethering. See store for details and terms and conditions. Broadcasting live from the Buckhead Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Legal Experts. Good morning. It's Emily Rowell here again for another great episode of Atlanta Legal Experts Radio. And uh, we have Rich Casanova in the studio with us this morning. Good uh, morning. Abs- reporting for duty. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we have a great show this morning. Oh, man, there's just a great vibe or energy here. And we have, well, I started a little early on coffee. What do you, you have like always two or three drinks going I know, on. I you know. got coffee and then you got your water. I'm double fisting. <laughs> yeah, right, nice. And then, uh, so great show this morning. We have, this is kind of a legal experts. Um, uh, industry professionals. Yes. Um, Something uh, like that. Yeah. Well, we sent out the tweet. I get it. Let me read my tweet real quick. Yeah. And there see what go. this show's all about. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, kind of uh, folks that are helping lawyers and uh, attorneys in the, in the uh, field, right? Yes. And we're actually. Want to know the coolest thing about St. Pete Clearwater? We'll give you a hint. It's not the beach. It's Central Ave. This is St. Pete at its funkiest, foodiest, and most fun. It's where street art meets sidewalk cafes and one-of-a-kind boutiques, where everyone is welcome, even dogs, and where the coolest craft breweries meet the city's hottest nightlife. So think outside the beach, get to know St. Pete's coolest street, and experience centralav.com. We're going to be talking about attorney marketing. Oh, there you go. That's what what I was looking for. What are the best ways to market their practice to help them? And that's... Obviously, one of the reasons why we do the show is to help all these attorneys market through the radio show. Yep. But then every once in a while, I'd say about once a month, we have a attorney help show right. where we, we have professionals in the industry that come on and help um, talk about what attorneys can do to promote their practice and save money and all kinds of good stuff. And what's cool about this is it is, you know, they are in the lane of uh, the sweet spot of the legal profession. But uh, being business radio, I find myself taking pages of notes, just great marketing tips, and and, and it's all great giveaway for free. So let's get underway and uh, introduce our first guest. So yeah, and that, and just take out a piece of paper and a pen, because this is going to have a lot of great information for all you attorneys that are listening. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. And I would like to first um, thank my sponsors, which are Peachtree Offices, where you can work virtually anywhere. 3A Law Practice Management, helping attorneys start and build their practice, and Atlanta's own John Marshall Law School. You can find their logo and link to their website on atlantalegalexperts.com. So this morning, we have Matt Starosiak. Very good. Thank we've, you. We've I been practicing it. that all morning. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. He's with Proven Law Marketing, and we have Kimberly Jones that's going to meet us in just a minute, and she's with ALM, and she that is the parent company of The Daily Report. So they obviously have a lot of opportunities for attorneys as well. Yeah, I went to the website. It's just impressive. The reach, I think, in 18 markets around the uh, country, but we get The Daily Report on the desk every, uh, yep. every morning. Here at Peachtree Office. Yeah, exactly. Nice little extra plug. <laughs> that sponsors, man, that's getting their money's worth out of that deal yeah (laughs) exactly 
So thanks again for listening, and I'm going to start with Matt Starosiak. He is with Proven Law Marketing, and he has been an attorney for 17 years. He is the owner of Proven Law Marketing, an Atlanta-based consultant company, consulting company that works closely with a select number of small and medium-sized law firms. He implements comprehensive strategies designed to grow leads, maximize conversions, and increase revenues. Prior to open, opening Proven Law Marketing in 2011, Mac practiced law in both small and large firm environments and was a top legal industry outside sales rep for 10 years. Wow. So what Thank type you. of law did you practice? I was actually, I did two different things. I was a bankruptcy attorney. I worked for a Chapter 7 trustee in Detroit, and then I did some medical malpractice defense, actually at one of the largest med mal defense firms in the country, also in Detroit. Nice. So you definitely had the background and the experience to start proven law marketing. Can I did. I got me? to see both sides of it. Tell me what, what, what made you think to do it? How did you get started? Well, I worked in, uh, as you had mentioned, outside legal sales for, uh, for Martindale Hubble for a number of years and um, really enjoyed my time there, but saw that law firms really needed more of a comprehensive strategy. They were spending lots of money in lots of different places, but they were having a hard time managing it internally. So I thought that that would be a, a good niche for, for me, uh, having the legal background and also the marketing sales background. So you really customize for each of the firms? I do. I only work with a, with a limited number of firms, and it's completely customized. I love that because it does sound like um, a lot of the firms just kind of throw, you know, just th grab some ideas and go for it, but don't really have a strategic plan. And is yeah. that what you help them with? I think exactly. I mean, there are firms that can make an investment in the same, in the same product or service. One is completely happy with it. The other one is really disappointed. And a lot of that has to do with how well it's implemented after they buy it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So tell me, how important is image in the legal industry of today? I think it's incredibly important. I mean, if you look at how people make the hiring decision when they're looking for an attorney or even a doctor, it's much different than it was 20 years ago. You know, 20 years ago, if you needed a divorce attorney or an employment attorney, um, you would talk to your friend who had mm -hmm. a similar issue, and they would turn you on to somebody. And in most cases, that would end up being your, your lawyer. Mm -hmm. These days, you can go online, you can research folks, you can find out uh, who might be the foremost expert in an area, mm -hmm. you can get very specific in an area of expertise. And so it's much, much different. And, and potential clients are going to draw lots of conclusions about what they see about you based on what they see online and in other places. So are um, different websites like the AVVO, I guess they call it AVO, and, um, you know, that kind of rate the attorneys, are those good to be a part of and make sure they stay current? Yeah, I would say you're almost forced to take part in those these days because they're out there. If, if you Google your name, if you're an attorney and you Google your name, you're going to see profiles for you in places that you didn't, you didn't put them. Right. So um, absolutely. I'm a big fan of maximizing your rating if, if a website or an organization provides one because you may not feel like um, it's an accurate measurement, sure. but that prospective client doesn't know any better. They're looking at it and saying this person's a 10 versus this person's a 6.5, and it matters to them. Sure. Sure. And I know that it doesn't really, I mean, you have to do things to keep it, you know, up to a 10 or close to a 10 where, you know, you may be a great attorney, but you just don't keep it updated. And so the 6.5 
really isn't what your real rating is. So it's very important to keep it updated. Yeah, no doubt. Oftentimes, the best lawyers are the ones who pay the least amount of attention to that. So you really? might have a fantastic lawyer uh, who has a very low rating, which is unfortunate. Right, right. So tell me, um, what are the most effective ways, other than those ways that we just, just discussed, um, for law firms to enhance their image? Yeah, the, the number one, um, I think, is professional photography. And it always amazes me how many law firms don't take advantage of professional photography. Um, sounds obvious, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> and it sounds pretty easy, considering yeah. that you spend maybe $100,000 on your college and law school education, you study hard for the bar, you know, you, you put your blood, sweat, and tears out on the line for your clients and your employer, but you look at how many attorneys don't have a professional headshot, and you say, well, what's the significance? Well, clients, again, they are going to look at the representation you have of yourself, and they're mm -hmm. going to draw conclusions right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, it's, it's so obvious, but then I can see somebody saying, eh, you know, I've got all these degrees and I've worked so hard and what does that really matter? But like you said, because of the way it's changed today where people can just look online and look you up, it's going to change their, you know, they're going to just make a judgment without knowing you. That's right. Very quickly. And, and we could debate whether or not they should make that judgment, but it's human nature and this is marketing. So, so that would be cer certainly one effective way. I think another would be if you do community service, make sure that people know about it. I mean, that doesn't necessarily need to be the reason why you do it. You do it because sure. it's the right thing to do. But that means something. You know, if you support mm -hmm. ALS or a wounded warrior, you know, let prospective clients know that because mm -hmm. they might find that important. That might make the difference between you and somebody else with uh, otherwise the same credentials. So is it possible to brand a small law firm? Oh, boy. I, I think... Um, I think it would be difficult to brand a small firm in the way that we think of like Brandon. Target or Starbucks. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I stopped at Starbucks here at Lenox Mall this morning before coming in, and they don't even put Starbucks on the building anymore. They don't, they don't put the word Starbucks. They don't put the word coffee. They simply have their graphic, their oh, logo yeah. of their mermaid. That's incredible. Or, I think they call it a siren. Yeah, they started that actually on their 40th anniversary, but it took them 40 years, right? Not that you need to wait that long, but you can't just, <laughs> but just can't have a logo that people don't associate with. But that siren, um, they took the word Starbucks and coffee off there. It's off uh, most of their stuff, but, uh, oh, but it was literally on their 40th anniversary. Wow. Yeah, yeah you, you think about the gamble that somebody takes on saying, hey, let's, you know, let's just put our, our logo. graphic. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it would be hard to achieve that level. But with that being said, I think that there is a consistency you could build with the people who see you. Mm -hmm. uh, you certainly should have a logo that should appear on your letterhead, your envelopes, even inside your office. So if you're going to have depositions at your office, have, you know, have glassware that has your logo on it. You know, mm -hmm. if you're going to serve somebody a cup of coffee, put your logo on it. So I don't think you're ever going to achieve Starbucks um, caliber mar uh, marketing and branding, but or certainly the big there guy are things that's on the do. bus and all over the, <laughs> right, yeah. the city. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely the exceptions. I would say there's probably three firms here in Atlanta that are recognized by their branding. Right, right. Good for them. But and that's like you said. I mean, people, if they're top of mind, you know, whether you're meeting with your client or not, they're going to remember that logo. So it's at least important to have it, you know, in your 
facilities and you know in your facilities and your on your cups and and all that stuff yeah it, incredibly easy to do right so i mean these are not things that are terribly expensive or or are hard to implement so tell me what's the mix the right mix between branding and direct lead development strategies <laughs> explain before you say answer that what exactly would be direct lead development strategies yeah i think a direct lead development strategy would be something that you expect somebody to come in or call the office and say, I found you here. So if I buy ads on Google and I pay for a click, I expect that somebody's going to say, I ran a Google search and found you. Whereas a branding strategy, you're not really expecting that. If I put sure. a banner up on a, on a high school baseball field fence, for example, mm -hmm. it'd be great to have somebody come in and say, hey, I saw your banner on the fence. Um, but you're not really expecting it. So sure. I tend to make that distinction between the two different types of investments. So what are the, um, like, amounts, like 20%, you know, direct? Or, you know, can you get, do you have, like, a theory on that? I would say a lot of it depends on where you're located. In okay. Atlanta, you're going to have a difficult time branding, right? Because mm -hmm. there's so many places you could put your information there's so many people that are going to see it or not see it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in Atlanta, I would recommend more direct lead development investments. Right. If you're outside of Atlanta, for instance, I have a law firm that I work with in Noonan. They can do a fabulous job on branding themselves in that community and that locality, and they do. Mm -hmm. So they can do things, as I mentioned, they can put the banner on the, on the sports uh, facility fence or you know they can do something in the local newspaper that helps build their name in the community right that otherwise might not be available so I would say it really depends on where you're located sometimes it's 50 50 sometimes it's 90 10 that makes sense because if it's a small town people know everybody that's right and so especially if you were born and raised there you're going to be the one that dominates that industry in that town if, For every, sure. if everybody likes you. <laughs> well, that's right. And, and the key There's is, always a catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the key in a small town is that they think about you. You know, yeah. when I have an accident or I have a problem with the authorities, you need them to think about you. Yeah, and I think about, like, say, when you're on a road trip and you see the same guy on the billboard across states. And you wonder, is this guy really, he's not really local, you know, and is he going to be there for me? And so I could see being in a small town and just knowing that person around the city would be even better. But that's, you know, they're obviously a big national firm, but you see the same guy all over on the same billboard. Yeah. How does he cover all those cases? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, it's not as personalized. I, I agree. So when you first meet with one of your clients for the first time, what's one of the things that you suggest right away? Yeah. It, does it depend upon what they're already doing? A lot of it does, and it depends on why they've requested the meeting or how the meeting came about. But a lot of times it is building what I call your online resume, and it goes back to kind of that image. Mm -hmm. So if I Google your name, what am I going to find? Because the reality is even a, even a highly referred client is going to do some research um, on an attorney or, like I said, a doctor before they hire them. So I would say the number one thing that I tell folks to do is make sure the representation of your credentials and who you are is as good as it can be. That's step number one. It all okay. starts there. And what would be the follow-up to that? Yeah, the second would be... I guess be... you don't want to give away all your tricks, <laughs> but... Well, we can give away a few this morning. <laughs> yeah, just to help the listeners know what's the, what are the most, like, I guess, top three important things I could do. So the first one is making sure all their stuff's updated online. 
And like your online resume. So what would be another thing? Yeah, I mean, the second one is obviously getting leads. So phone calls, emails, you know, doing something so that the person who doesn't know you exist can find you. And that's important. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Some are more effective than others. And the success of it's going to depend on expectation, I think. Mm -hmm. The third, and I think perhaps the one that's neglected most often is intake. You know, what happens when that call hits your reception desk? And how is it handled? And I think there are an awful lot of law firms out there that feel like their intake is much better than it really is. Gotcha. That's really important. Incredibly important because that's the, that prospective client, that's their first look into your firm and who you are and what you can do for them. Right. And I mean, you know, with Peachtree offices, I'll just give a quick plug is that we train our front staff. This is you are the face of each of these firms and this is their place of business. So when a call comes through, you know, this is their, you know, this is their company. And it's so important to treat each and every call as much as we need to get to the next call. You have to listen and be very professional for each and every one of those calls. 100% correct. I mean, I don't think you can overstate the importance of that. Uh, we actually just implemented a call center here for one of my law firms, a four-person call center, and we brought them in on a Saturday to kind of have the initial training. But, you know, one of the things that we conveyed to them is that person on the other end of the phone is the most important person you could be talking to. Mm -hmm. So if you're a fan of the president or the pope or Jennifer Aniston <laughs> or Jimmy Fallon or Dr. Dre, whoever, you know, would cause you to have your A game. Sure. That's who you think is on the other end of the phone because exactly. that's how important it is to the law firm. And as much as some of them will go on and on, it's still you got to just listen to every single word they're saying. That's absolutely right. And a lot of the attorneys choose to have, you know, obviously we answer live and we can call screen and send the call to them. The live answering is so important instead of one of those, you know, just go to voicemail or automated answering. So they choose to get, to get the live answering because these people want to talk to a person, you know, even though we can't get them to the attorney right away at times, they want to be able to talk, like I said, talk about their case. So that's right, Emily. I think that, you know, one of the things that attorneys tend to forget about is how intimidating it can be to call a law firm and, and sometimes embarrassing, right? Depending on the issue. Mm -hmm. But most people are not going to leave a voice message. Right. You know, because they're worried, will I sound okay? Is it private? Is it confidential? Mm -hmm. So if you're relying on, you know, your leads to come through and leave a voicemail, you're probably missing an awful lot. Oh, they'll go to the next number. For sure. And if you're mm -hmm. looking at an internet page of search results, why would I leave a voicemail here when I can go to the mm -hmm. next one. Yeah, because some of the plans actually just go to voicemail and they don't choose those plans. Yeah. They wanted every caller to come to them and then be, you know, in, you know, announced to them. That's right. And then they decide whether they can handle it or not. Yeah. And I guess if you're busy enough, that's, you know, that's great. But <laughs> yeah. most folks don't have, you know, that luxury to, right. to pick and choose. So how can lawyers effectively manage both their caseload and their client development programs? I think, I think it's really difficult. I mean, it'd be easy for me to say, well, go find you know, somebody to manage it for you. But the reality is there aren't that many law firm marketing consultants out there, which mm -hmm. obviously is, is great for me. 
But I think, you know, you need to make sure that you're making the right decisions, you're implementing um, your marketing investments as well as they can be, and that you're monitoring them. So what I tell my clients is, you know, unless we can set this up the right way and monitor its success, we're not going to make this investment. And so you just pass on it. And I, I think those would be the most important things. Um, if you have somebody in-house who, you know, is kind of marketing-minded, they may be able to help with that. But if you're a really busy practitioner, you're going to have a difficult time, you know, handling the marketing of, of your law firm as well as, as doing everything you can for your clients. Is it super expensive to hire somebody like you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, an honest answer, yeah. <laughs> of course it is. How could it not be? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Everybody's idea of, of what's right. expensive. You know, I've seen folks spend $8,000 on a swing set. So, um, <laughs> right. you, know, uh, I, you know, what's expensive? But obviously... But what's you, important? Yeah, you can throw away a lot of money on marketing. Sure. Especially if you're playing on the internet with things like Google AdWords or... You know, if you're if you're still doing yellow pages, you, you can spend a tremendous amount of money. So, you know, relatively speaking, probably not. But for some folks, I'm sure they they would uh, think yes, it is. Okay. All right, uh, Rich Casanova here, the engineer producer for Atlanta Legal Experts Radio. You're listening to uh, what we call Ale Radio here from the beautiful <laughs> Peachtree offices overlooking uh, Buckhead, and we're speaking with uh, Matt. Stars react. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a new pronunciation. Every time we get introduced, we're going to have a different uh, pronunciation of your name. Um, I'm used I've to been that. an attorney for 17 years. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we've been uh, having some great conversation. A couple of follow-up questions, obviously about marketing, um, social media in the legal uh, field. Um, is there a yin and yang, a plus and minus, right? Because there's compliance issues a lot of times, or is it a matter of? We find um, uh, many of our shows. Folks are very uh, robust in their uh, digital marketing, online marketing. But for Atlanta legal experts, it seems to be either quite the opposite. Is it, um, again, because of you know, compliance or because of um, you got to either be very active in it and engaged in that or it's nothing like going to a Facebook or a social media site and it's just dormant. There's been no activity. That's probably worse. Uh, yes or yes? Yeah, I mean, it is It is a big challenge to have an active social media program like a Facebook. Let's just oh. take Facebook, for right. example, for a law firm because it isn't typically when people see lawyers, it isn't something they enjoy. It isn't something they want to interact with. Right. So if I'm a bankruptcy attorney, how do I really have people interacting on my social media? Yeah, you don't want to go to the Facebook uh, bankruptcy attorney and find out what he, what barbecue is at this weekend, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, or I don't want anybody to know that I Yo, filed yeah, bankruptcy, yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be commenting on their posts. So I think, you know, what I do for my clients at least is we make sure that, again, the repu the representation on social media is good. Okay. So we put things in there that give the, the firm a personality, and if they do things like charitable work, that's represented on there. But... You know, I've, I've yet to be able to find a really great way to do social media for your average law firm. Right. And speaking of law firms, uh, I've been doing uh, a lot of social media here as well, sending out some tweets and all that good stuff. So is your um, area of specialty in bankruptcy or what, what areas of law do you help attorneys or... Uh yeah, I work with any kind of law firm. Okay. So I have firms that do personal injury, bankruptcy, social security, disability. I have some higher kind of uh, dollar value business litigation clients who do that. So it really runs the gamut. 
And I've got some other questions as well, but before we forget, speaking of marketing, how would people reach you? What's your uh, uh, point of contact? Sure. They can visit my website, which is provenlawmarketing.com, or they can email me at matt, M-A-T-T, at provenlawmarketing.com. All right. And um, uh, in business, a lot of business is driven by networking events, right, or uh, face-to-face networking. Um, what tips or advice or, um, or are there go-to groups or organizations that you would recommend? Or? Yeah, again, it's, that's a challenge because you have attorneys that work really hard during the day. And at the end of the day, they want to go home. They want right. to spend time with their kids, uh, spend time with their spouses. So it's, it's challenging. The advice that I give to people is focus on a number that you can handle. Right. So go to things consistently. Let people see you there all the time. Don't try to spread yourself too thin. And then go with a plan. So, I mean, if you're going to a securities conference or some sort of CLE or a morning breakfast for small firm attorneys, you know, go with a plan. Who do you want to speak to there? Um, What ideas do you want to convey to somebody who might be a referral source for you? Right. That makes sense. Speaking of referrals, I know a lot of the attorneys that we work with, um, they say they 100% of their clients are from referrals from other clients or from other attorneys, and they don't have the time, and they know they're just counting, you know, counting the clock. I mean, they don't have the time to go out and actually meet people or do some sort of, you know, targeted marketing, but, uh, but they know they're just lucky. Um, what do you give, what kind of advice would you give to an attorney like that? I would just ask them to consider what they might be missing. So it's a really great thing to say, you know, all of my business comes through word of mouth. You know, it's it's great. Mm -hmm. But what I would say to that is, well, maybe that's not such a great thing. Maybe if you had more demand for your services, you might be able to increase your rate or take cases that you enjoy more. I like that. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I've said it a number of times, <laughs> which may be why. But, <laughs> right, I guess um, you hear it a lot too. Yeah, I mean, it's a great thing to be able to say, I convert everybody that comes in here into a client, and but you know, or I, I get all my business through word of mouth. But, that, but is that a good thing? They can't but, on purpose go and get a referral. You know, there's no way to go and... You can't systemize that, yeah. Yeah, you can't systemize and, it. And a lot of times I hear uh, just in the average business person, when you ask them uh, about new business, it's kind of a knee-jerk reaction. Everybody I've always says uh, by referrals or... But when you drill it down and you ask them, um, they can't necessarily pinpoint that, and that's not much of a strategy, right? I mean, it's, it's one element, but I think they kind of just put all their eggs in that basket and that kind of uh, but it's a powerful matter of fact I was looking up a minute ago that uh, that uh, we've been talking about top of mind marketing and this is where the tomato principle comes into play I don't know if you've heard of this one I'm unfamiliar <laughs> alright <laughs> I hope it's not where they actually throw tomatoes <laughs> on the stage is it, is it or G tomato rated? yeah no, no it's, oh no it's business rated yeah it's B rated yeah Oh, but um, top of mind is uh, the acronym for top of mind it's t- the tomato principle is top of mind is most people begin and end there right but it's top of mind awareness through others. So a lot of times you go to an event and people know you, but they don't really know what you do or your area specialty and their network doesn't really know. So it's more about being, uh, uh, you know, the folks that you know, but more powerful is the awareness through others. So that if, if I know Emily, I'm going to be speaking on her behalf. That's right. right. And, That's and, great. That's yeah. a great point. And there's always a better client or better case out there. So even if you have a fantastic, you know, list of clients, 
you always have, if you were to rank them, you always have a bottom 10%, right? right. And sure. if you could replace that with, you know, the a next better level. profitable. A, sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. But they're too busy. They're too busy. We're all too busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I hear all the time. I And even the uh, marketing seminar we did, I'm too busy to go. Yeah. You know, you've got to make that time. If it's just the smallest amount of time, it'll do the biggest amount of difference, I think. Yeah, a little bit of marketing done right can go a long way. And for somebody like a personal injury attorney, if you were to land a big case, it could be life-changing, really. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we so, go ahead. Yeah, I think we have um, uh, some more questions here, maybe in the follow-up or uh, uh, roundup segment here. But um, uh, let's, we're going to introduce our next guest here and kind of thank our sponsors as well. But once again, uh, Matt, if you would share with our listeners the best way to reach out and get in touch with you. Sure. I would say the best way is probably email. Okay. If you want to email me at Matt, uh, M-A-T-T at ProvenLawMarketing.com. Uh, Matt at ProvenLawMarketing.com. I'll be sure to respond. All right. Thank you for not putting your last name in that email. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, that's not good. <laughs> so again, thank you to our sponsors, Peachtree Offices, which I've talked a lot about today. It has a lot to do with what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and they, they help you to work virtually anywhere, especially in the city of Atlanta. But we are actually now going national. So oh, um, nice. look forward to that. 3A Law Practice Management, helping attorneys start and build their practice, and Atlanta's own John Marshall Law School. Again, you can find their logo and link to their website on atlantalegalexperts.com. You can also find our guest's bio on that website as well. Um, Good morning, Kimberly. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. We have Kimberly Peyton Jones with ALM. And that's the parent company of The Daily Report, here to share her expertise in helping attorneys market their practice. Thank you so much for being here. So how did you get started in with the ALM? Well, I have a background in legal media. I worked for some other big legal media companies prior to coming to ALM. Okay, good. And um, what made you get started? Like, what was you know, growing up, did you want to say, you know, I want to work for attorneys or how did that kind of happen? Well, actually, I'm actually an attorney. And when I I was practicing for a couple of years and like many attorneys, I kind of got tired and burnt out from doing that. And I'd always been interested in in the media world. Mm -hmm. And so I went into legal media. Fantastic. And so tell me a little bit of how you help attorneys um, market their practice, obviously with the daily report. What are some kind of programs that the Daily Report offers? Well, we have a number of things that we offer. Of course, we have the traditional advertising that you would see in the paper, both in print, and then we have our online digital presidents, um, be it email blasts or co-branded emails, as we like to call them, or Mm -hmm. digital towels that go along with our daily news alerts. So we definitely have that traditional marketing And then we also have what we call custom events where we partner with attorneys to help plan marketing events. And we really like to focus on what we call thought leadership so that you're not just marketing for the sake of marketing just to get your firm name out there, which is important, but also to do your marketing around your thought leadership, around your area of expertise. Gotcha. So can you tell me a little more details of the events that you plan and um, also what you have coming up? Yeah, for, uh, for example, we have coming up a... CLE. It's part of our CLE seminar series, and it's focused on corporate counsel, but firms, we invite firms to come in and do an hour-long presentation on an area that they specialize in, and it's 
right to the corporate council. And there's also some built-in networking opportunities so that they get there early, they can have breakfast with the corporate council, talk. There are built-in breaks where they can talk to the corporate council while they're there. And then there's an also a lunch so that there's the piece where you are talking and giving your presentation and really showing your area of expertise, but also built-in networking opportunities so that you can get to know people face-to-face. Fantastic. So that definitely helps the firm. They, they show their expertise, and like you said, then they get to meet the people that they present to. Right, because I thought, you know, listening to some of what Matt was saying and what you guys were saying, a lot of times attorneys don't like to market for whatever reason, be mm-hmm. it because they, they think marketing is a dirty word or they don't have the personality <laughs> for it or they don't it's have true. the time for it. So mm-hmm. this allows them to be able to market to a very important audience and kind of a low-pressure environment, but also really putting emphasis on the, the value of their work. And they get to do what they love to do, talk about what they do. Right. I mean, well, I mean, marketing is <laughs> not a four-letter word, but the abbreviation is, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, so uh, Rich Casanova here, just um, engineer producer with a couple of follow-up questions. So um, for those that are not familiar with The Daily Report, um, Who is not familiar? Well, if you're an attorney or a uh, legal <laughs> profession, but maybe you're just moving here to Atlanta or just starting your practice or maybe a radio DJ like myself, right? Mm-hmm. But I, since we uh, moved into the building, I, I've seen it every day it's right there at Judy's front desk, whatever, and circulated throughout the building. But tell us a little bit of backstory about the Daily Report. I mean, some of its stats and its mission. And Well, the Daily Report, it's a very old and established publication here in Atlanta. It's the premier legal publication uh, for the Atlanta area. Originally, it was a Fulton County Daily Report, but now it's just a Daily Report okay. because we really want to emphasize that we focus on the entire Georgia market and are increasingly doing that. It's actually well known for what we call our public notice because it was the public notice place for the, for Fulton County. So if there was foreclosures, divorce, name changes, it had to run or it has to run in the in the Daily Report. So that's sort of the kind of launching area the the big the big area for it but you know also we cover legal news so um we run cases opinions and our our reporters cover all the legal news in the area and it comes out weekly then comes out daily <laughs> <laughs> that was a trick question yeah oh yeah that wasn't an ambush it was just a uh, so um uh, so when did when did it start, and uh, where is the area's kind of distribution? Uh, mostly Metro Atlanta, I guess. And well, we just celebrated our 125th anniversary. Wow! wow. Dang. So we had a, a huge event uh, where we honored a, a, what we call a legal legends, people like Bobby Lee Cook, um, Governor Roy Barnes, and just people who've been Emily Rowell. And exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> just if exactly. you're gonna drop names, or whatever. Yeah, let's throw in the host name. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, she's blushing now, radio <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Yeah, and it started here in Atlanta. It was actually a family-owned company originally, and then somewhere down the history, uh, a lawyer from Yale ended up buying the paper, and then a couple of years ago, ALM, which was formerly American Lawyer Media, purchased the Daily Report, and now the Daily Report is in the ALM family, which, of course, includes Law.com, uh, National Law Journal, New York Law Journal, Corporate Counsel, and we have a lot of different regionals, so now we're part of a, a huge legal media family. That so is big. Yeah, and Great 18 uh, cities, I think, 18 markets is what I saw, I think, on the site. So what's a day in the life look like for you? I mean, what's your um, what's on your agenda typically each day? Well, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my role at The Daily Report is I work exclusively with law firms. So I'm generally meeting with attorneys, um, 
consulting with them, telling them how our products can help them. I'll talk to people like Matt who work with attorneys and, um, and just really try to inform them about our products and talk to them about how our products and being a part of the Daily Report ALM family can help them grow their business. I know it's a huge thing when they're when people when an attorney is reported on the daily report, especially on the front page. I mean, it's just the biggest deal um, to have like a small advertisement in the paper. I mean, is it really expensive? Is it cost effective? What would you say? Well, here's the thing about it: it can be expensive, but expenses are relative, and we have a lot of different options. So, the more you advertise, the cheaper it gets. So, if you what we typically would encourage people to do is sign some sort of annual. Uh, campaign, what we call it, and then the more that you're in there, the the more cost effective it is for you. So then you're paying like a monthly fee as opposed to, you know, what can be larger fees throughout the year. Sure. But also with our digital, our digital, I believe is actually very reasonable. And I encourage people, if, particularly if they're looking at cost, to look at some of the digital options because they are a little more economical and because our online metrics are great. We have the number two metrics on, online and all of ALM at, in the Atlanta market, which is really surprising. And that's huge. Yeah. And I know Matt would be one of the people that says, make sure that everything's current on those listings online, yeah. you know, so that you're not falling behind. Um, tell me a little more about the thought leadership programs that you were talking about. Can you go more into detail about that? Sure. So I mentioned we have our, our, our CLE series as a part of the thought le- leadership. And then what we, we have a, another component where we call it native campaign where people are or firm is able to purchase time online in the daily report or any other uh, in some of the other ALM publications where you're able to print or publish stories about areas about about topics in your area of expertise so if you're a firm that focuses on banking you can write stories and publish them in the daily report that are exclusively about blank uh, about banking so again that goes to your area of expertise so then that you're talking about a particular topic and it'll it'll link to your website and has information we encourage people not to say you know this is the banking law firm we're the greatest law firm ever we want you to really talk about things that are important to to the area and make it more focused on the thought leadership and then we also have uh, what we call custom events. I'm actually working on a custom event now with, with, with an attorney where he, he's a personal injury attorney and he's doing a custom event on how to best get money from insurance law, um, firms and you know what, what things that you can do to maximize your settlement agreements. Or And so um, we're, we're helping him plan the event and we'll do all the marketing for him. But again, that's an event that's going to be based on his area of expertise. Sure, sure. And I love that you said it links to their website. I know that a backlink for a website is really big for Google. Um, So the more you can get, the better. Um, And so I like the way that focuses on their expertise again, because they know what they're doing. Right. So they don't, they may not know marketing very well, but they'll shine when they talk about what they do. Exactly. And that's the thing about it, because we, what we like to do is we handle the marketing for you. You provide us with the, with the content and the expertise, and then we'll do the marketing for you. It's a great opportunity. There's a lot of great opportunities here for, 
legals, legal world. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're listening to Atlanta Legal Experts. We're speaking with Kimberly Jones from the uh, ALM, ALM and the Daily Report. Um, so talk to us about your area of expertise, your practice. What, um, uh, what did you initially practice in the area of law and you're currently still practicing? Or No, I'm not currently practicing. I started off straight out of law school. I worked as a prosecutor and then I subsequently worked as an immigration attorney oh, in really? Washington, D.C. How long in immigration in D.C.? Yes. I was there. For, I did a prosecutor for two years and then I worked as an immigration attorney for three years. Wow. Must have some great stories. I think we could do a whole show on that probably, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially the prosecution. You get some really, really yeah. fun stories out do of that. Do you have an ongoing subscription to Rosetta Stone then for that? Or how did you, uh, <laughs> I mean, do you have any, like a short story that comes to mind of like a, um, a compelling, uh, how are you able to help someone? Or what was your typical caseload look like in terms of a day in the life of an immigration? Well, in immigration work, you know, there's a lot of stories where, you know, we were able to help people. I worked in a large law firm so a lot of what we did was business but you know we also were able to do some pro bono work where we worked on asylum cases and so that was also a little more not a little more rewarding but you know there's a different definitely more (laughs) hands-on yes (laughs) well she definitely has the background for sure to do what she's doing today i think i concur yeah and that wraps (laughs) up my line of questioning is that legal lease or (laughs) after a year i think we could almost uh play an attorney at least on the radio but that's about as far um so let our listeners uh kimberly let the best way to get in touch with you and find out about your services reach out to you yeah, sure. Um, the best way to reach me is via email. My email address is kpjones, so that's kpjones at alm.com. You can also go to our website, which is dailyreportonline.com. And she did a great job representing the Daily Report today. Absolutely. And uh, when's the next issue come out? Well, there's no. one out, there's one out <laughs> today. <laughs> right, and then tomorrow and so forth and so on, yeah. Uh, actually, we just got a couple more minutes left, so I'm thinking... Um, uh, I do have just a quick follow-up question for both guests, but then uh, we also like to ask kind of what y'all do when you're off the clock, when you're, what, you know, motivates you, what's your, do you have a zen, you know, time or, uh, or uh, you know, uh, books that inspire you or, or folks and so forth. But um, what about, we talked about digital marketing, what about email blast or email newsletters? Where does that come into play for both of y'all and, in, you know, advising your clients, I guess, or? No, that's actually a very important part of our business. We do, I I refer to a little bit, we do what we call co-branded emails. And so that's where we send the email out on behalf of the attorney. So when people get it into their email box, it's coming from the daily report, which is why we call it co-branding. But, you know, a lot of people, they're used to getting something from the daily report. So they'll look at something that says the daily report and it'll have a subject matter on it. Whereas if you're sending it directly from an attorney or a law firm, they may not necessarily want to look at it because right. they because they're could like, be oh, advertising yeah. exactly. But um, that's an important part of our of our, of our business um, to promote events and other messaging that attorneys has. A lot of people will do them when they hire a new partner or if they have a new associate or if there's a new practice area that they're launching, and that goes to you know over twenty thousand people in the Georgia legal community. Wow. And I, I'm a you know I'm also a big fan of of Kimberly's team and the Daily Report. I'm fortunate enough to have some of my clients covered, I, you know, I think the, the number one thing is it's good writing. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. the stuff that's Content. in there is the content's fantastic. The writers are good. They're incredibly responsive. Their stuff is accurate. Um, but I do also agree with her that to have a bigger name behind something like an email blast, you know, some kind of news piece, it helps a lot. Because mm-hmm. if you're just a law firm sending something out, 
you know, it's going to hit some folks and, and people will be interested in it. But if you have somebody's name behind it um, that's recognizable in the community as they are, it, it takes it to a different level. Will you guys send out our newsletter for the studio here and co-brand take some more <laughs> workload off here? Well, we'll be happy to do it. <laughs> All right. You heard it on the air or whatever. Nice. Usually it's people recorded. Don't, <laughs> exactly. People don't commit to things. Yeah. So um, as we kind of wrap up, if uh, we like to kind of find out um, what inspires you, is there a nonprofit or a mission or, you know, books you've read recently or what do you kind of do in your downtime when you're not wearing your, uh, your day job, you know, hat? Uh, Matt? Um, well, I have, uh, he was looking at her. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I was yeah. trying to pass the buck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, mean, well, I have hiking, canoeing or, uh, I wish, I wish I was in shape for those types of things, but, um, I have three daughters, two high oh. schoolers and a middle schooler. So wow. They keep my wife and I pretty busy. Oh, You're um, too young to have. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Two high schoolers and a middle schooler. Wow. I know I feel too young to have. Yeah. Two high schoolers. I feel the same. But, um, so they do, they keep my wife and I busy, but, um, my family and my wife especially she's an elite runner an elite marathoner okay. actually one of the top masters runners in the country wow. she does a lot of work for uh the rally foundation for childhood cancer mm -hmm. research okay. which is based out of here in atlanta just a fantastic organization that helps children as as they battle different types of cancer wow. so we try to to volunteer my wife runs some races and okay. we support her and yell her name as she runs right 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 <laughs> um so that's that's where we kind of like to contribute our uh, our our giving back to the community. Nice. Well, I only have one child, but he's an almost two-year-old. So as you can imagine, that takes a <laughs> great deal of my time. But mm -hmm. um, so I enjoy spending time with my son. We live uh, in the Grant Park area, so we like to go hang out in the park, uh, go to the farmers market on on Sundays, and I'm also very active in GABWA, which is the Georgia Association of Black Women Attorneys, and do a lot of um, community work through them. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again to our sponsors and thank you for all the listeners. I do want to give a special thanks to Jim Words. He's a professional photographer and he's been here every week taking great photos. And so I just want to give put that name out there for all those legal people listening. He, he does a great job and works with a lot of law firms. Um, and you can see his work on our website, again, at atlantalegalexperts.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. This is Emily Rowell to, signing out. You ever hear something and know the world will never be the same? Houston, we have liftoff. Well, wait until you hear this one. Half price coffee. That's right. Get into McDonald's weekdays before 10.30 a.m. for any size premium roast coffee or iced coffee. Both made with 100% Arabica beans, both half the price. Good is brewing. And that's the sound of your morning changing. Limited time only. May not be combined with any offer or combo meal at participating McDonald's. Your toes in the sand, an ice-cold drink in your hand. Waves lapping on the shore as palm trees sway in the tropical breeze. Sound like paradise? This is winter, St. Pete Clearwater style. With 35 miles of white sand bliss and warm gulf waters, paradise is closer than you think. Visit awardwinningbeaches.com to plan your perfect getaway to St. Pete Clearwater. Voted the best beach in America by TripAdvisor.